good evening. It's July the 12th. It's uh, pretty hot here in Chicago. This is show number 37. This is the show we call Transmit. I guess we'll start the theme music now. Here we go. We are back for show number 37. I am your host, Gummo. This is the show that we call Transmits. This is uh, basically life from a former Black Hat's perspective. Uh, I have no idea how we have done 36 shows up until now, but uh, here we are. 
for show number 37. Uh, and uh, we are glad that you are tuning in, listening, checking us out, paying attention, all of the things that I really do. <laughs> Anyhow, it's good to uh, be back again this week for, sh- for show number 37. Uh, and what do we do? What do we talk about? What do I talk about? Uh, basically, uh, I, I really just talk about things the way I see them. Uh, the way I see them is things that, uh, you know, a, a hacker sees. Um, about me, I am a former Black Hat hacker. Uh, started, uh, I got my first computer when I was around uh, eight years old. A model TRS-80. It was a little one-piece 1980s computer uh and uh i've been uh playing with computers ever since uh now for this show i am going to try to say uh a lot less got a little feedback from some people and they're like gummo dude you're saying uh way too much so that's what i'm going to try to do i'm going to try to say uh a little less Let's see how that works out. It is, uh, see, there I go. It's summertime. Uh, it's the 12th of July, and we finally, uh, see, God, I, I just can't stop saying, uh, maybe I have to, maybe I should use a consonant instead, or, or like a constant vowel, who knows. But we finally made it to summertime here in Chicago. It's, it is warm, finally. Uh, the weather here in Chicago is, is very iffy. One day, even in the summertime, I mean, you could, you could wind up with like 30 degrees. So for the past several days, it's been nice and warm. It was about, uh, it creeped up, uh, almost up into the 90 degree mark today. Uh, and that's, that's, feels good you know me being from the south and from where it's nice and hot and warm uh, I I am one of those people that enjoy uh, warm weather uh, so what we are going to talk about this evening are a few things we're going to try to cram a lot of stuff into the show this evening uh, because we have a lot of stuff to talk about uh, Boy, where do I even begin? There's a lot of things that's been that has happened since last week, and that's why we added a couple extra days to the uh, schedule to digest what's been going on in the country around us. Uh, the last show that we did was the July Fourth show, and uh, we have certainly had a lot of things happen. Uh, if you don't know by now, there was, where do I, let let me back up a little bit. Last week, uh, last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there were some unfortunate incidents and I'm not going to get off into a tangent or a tear, but there were some unfortunate incidents uh, with law enforcement versus civilians, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, there was some shootings 
There were some people that passed away as a result of those shootings. There were massive protests. And there were also more shootings at protests. As a result, uh, more people were harmed. And more families lost their loved ones. All for um, these things that have happened. Um, If you've listened to previous shows, you most likely know that I really try not to talk about politics, laws, and uh, stuff to that effect. Uh, At some point, sometimes I, I actually do. And I, I really try to stay away from that, that kind of stuff. Not because I, I, I wish not to discuss it. Uh, it. It's more of the those sort of issues are more issues that we all need to deal with collectively. And, and there is a lot of um, growing and understanding and healing to do in the country. And uh, it's, it's been a very uh, painful week if you are an American and if you've been paying attention to the media. Uh, and and it, 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 it starts all with dialogue and understanding what people need and desire and wish to live a peaceful uh, coexistence. Uh, here on this uh, show, uh, we, we like to talk about cool things, gadgets, trends, the news, funny things. And um, once again, our flags are flying at half-mast. Once again, we are having a discussion about gun control. Once again, we are having discussions about mass shootings incarcerations, race relations, things of that effect. So we as a country in a lot of areas have a lot of healing and understanding and to accomplish. And we, we will get there. Uh, time always is an effective measurement to getting to where you need to be. Uh, it's, been, it's been very sad. It's been very heartbreaking. My heart uh, has certainly felt uh, the pain just as uh, you and many others have. Uh, okay, so let's, let's move on. Uh, our hearts do go out to everyone involved. Everyone. Uh, And uh, before I say let's move on, uh, there are positive ways to express yourself, to have your voice heard positively and in a peaceful manner. Violence is never the answer. 
and there there with with that said peaceful nonviolent constructive dialogue negotiations talking to one another you have to you have to communicate you have to transmit and receive and that and it all starts with peaceful understanding of one another you have to understand what the other person wants and they have to understand what you want and that has to be done in a peaceful manner okay uh let 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 us seriously move on uh and again our my heart personally goes out and has been saddened but uh tomorrow is a new day the sun will rise and we will all heal a lot of things have been going on in the world uh that we know as hackers as always uh usually i talk about the weather i think i already covered that it's hot it's summertime and i'm very thankful for that (laughs) Uh, we are using our new uh, fancy dancy remote satellite connection. Hopefully, it's working out. I can hear Crash in my headphones. And uh, Crash, can you hear me? Crash is at the uh, Aeon building. And I am on remote. Just got a shot of vitamin B12 from the doctor. I'm not sure if it's the heat or what. I was feeling a little bit, I uh, wasn't feeling under the weather. I was just feeling a little bit non-energetic. So I uh, went and saw the good doc. And uh, she spliffed me up with a little bit of vitamin B12, a little bit of iron. Everything else is uh, ticking along quite well. Uh, there, there are a lot of things coming up. There are a lot of events coming up. We have a, a lot of interesting issues to talk about and to discover. Usually I wait to the end of the uh, show to discuss gear. But I wanted to get this out of the way because it's kind of a really cool find. Or I found it. And I wanted to share it with uh, you right away. Uh, and I think it's really cool. Now, the cool thing is, it's a great price. The uncool thing is, is that they only have one. <laughs> and what I'm speaking about is a 10 megahertz triggered sweep oscilloscope. It's a model VK1466P. It's $279. And uh, you will find that at weisd.com, Wholesale Electronics Incorporated. Uh, And if you're not familiar with what an oscilloscope does, uh, well, they just do all kinds of fun things. Uh, If you are a hacker, you should uh, absolutely know what an oscilloscope does. But uh, I was... 
I was actually at the doctor's office perusing the web and I bumped into it and I'm like, wow, that's a great price. Uh, uh, but again, there's only one on hand. It's $279. It's at Wholesale Electronics Incorporated. W-E-I-S-D.com. They have other oscilloscopes and stuff as well. Uh, but uh, an oscilloscope is a really cool uh, piece of equipment to have. It's, it's, it's a tool that you can use uh, for a lot of uh, interesting things. If you uh, are a tinker, a hacker, or just someone who likes to play with things that light up and look cool. Uh, what's going on? What's going on in the news? Um, a few things besides the uh, things we just mentioned. And let's let's jump right off into the news. Sometimes when I say that, I feel like I should like have some sort of like news intro theme song, like dun dun dun. But but uh, <laughs> we won't do that. I'm still happy. I'm still excited. Why? I'm always happy. I'm always excited when it's summertime, when the humidity is so brutal that your hair just goes <laughs> puffs up. <laughs> Humidity makes me feel good for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, recently, uh, a federal judge sentenced a New York man to a year in prison for sending a SWAT team to uh, the home of a cybersecurity expert. Uh, and this ha this seems to happen in uh, New York. Uh, and oh wow, I just noticed that was written about by another uh, security researcher slash uh, journalist. But uh, just just for um, just so you know, swatting swatting is a um, what is swatting? Swatting is a tactic that uh, people use against each other when they uh, have a beef or an axe to grind. Uh, and basically, it, it involves uh, sending a large show of force to a victim, a.k.a. target, to their home or business to uh, not only traumatize the, the person, but to also uh, put many people and their lives in peril. And so... Uh, it, it's never, it's, it, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know where the whole idea of coming up with that came from, uh, but, uh, nevertheless, it's not a, uh, a good tactic to employ. Um, but recently, uh, a hacker or a criminal rather was sentenced to a year in prison for uh, doing that. So uh, if, you, if you've been considering swatting somebody for some weird reason, think, really think about that. It's really not cool. Uh, in other news, researchers at uh, the U.S. cybersecurity company FireEye have discovered that hackers have begun to um, target banks in the Middle East. Uh, starting off with the employees 
and uh, working their way into the uh, complicated infrastructure of the banks. Uh, and again, uh, banks, bank, traditional banks are have been uh, targeted and are continuing to be targeted uh, for not only financial gain, um, but other reasons and, and uh, ideals associated with it. Uh, and it, 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 it seems to be increasing uh, around the world as banks, infrastructures, uh, their technology, they, they don't move as rapidly as the growth of uh, or, prolifer or proliferation of uh, viruses and malware of uh, yesteryear old. Uh, and so uh, many financial institutions are finding themselves at uh, or in great peril. Uh, it goes to sh it goes without saying that uh, banks recently in Taiwan uh, shut shut down hundreds of ATM machines across Taiwan uh, following following uh, reports that uh, over two million dollars were stolen from them. Uh, it seems that a couple masked criminals hacked into the ATM systems of First Bank over the weekend, causing about 34 ATM machines in Taipei uh, to uh, automatically start dispensing cash. Uh, it was confirmed by the bank. And as the machines were hacked, um, the, the cash was just coming out uh, at those criminals convenience uh it seems that the uh the atm machines were uh, manufactured by uh, a company called wincore and uh again first bank shut the all, all of the atms down uh, it seems that uh, the entire uh system in tai in taiwan associated with first bank or any of those atms associated uh by that particular brand had a uh, zero day and a bad day for First Bank. Uh, First Bank said no customers were affected as a result of the money uh, being stolen. Uh, and uh, Taiwan police said that they are actively pursuing the suspects involved in the uh, weekend heist. Interesting, of course. Uh, and a, a lot of uh, ATM machines are, are powered um, by Windows, Windows, the Windows operating system. And it, it, it goes without saying that there are more zero days for Windows than there are holes in Swiss cheese. While convenient for banks to use the Windows operating systems for their ATMs and networks, I believe banks and uh, larger financial institutions are coming to realize that it's, it's not particularly a good idea to 
to use uh, off-the-shelf software to protect billions of dollars worth of assets. Uh, and so there, there are some preventable measures that you, you know these large financial institutions can uh, jump in on. Anything from a custom operating system, which is highly suggestible, uh, to a, an operating system that is, uh, ha- is and has been hardened. And uh, there are even some banks out there that I'm uh, very well aware of that are using an- the Android operating system to power their ATMs. Now, now I don't know if they're going to update to lollipop or marshmallow or cupcake or cream cream cheese or whatever the latest version of Android is. But uh, it was interesting to discover that uh, there are some banks and institutions and ATMs using the Android operating system. Uh, and it just keeps going and going and going and going, of course. Uh, if you are a diner or a person that loves the uh, smooth silky taste of chocolate and vanilla frosties from the fast food chain Wendy's uh, you may want to check your credit and debit card statements Uh, it seems that uh, about a thousand or more Wendy's restaurants uh, had some issues with uh, managing their customers' payment information. Um, Wendy's, of course, is a fast food restaurant chain in the United States. Uh, and, and I believe they're, they're, they're located globally as well. But, you know, the, the funny thing is, in my travels around the world, I, I've, I've never seen a Wendy's. Only in the United States. Maybe I wasn't looking for a Wendy's or maybe if I want or maybe if I was even looking, I didn't want to recognize seeing a Wendy's. Uh, It's been a while since I've eaten at a Wendy's, probably about 15 years. I used to love their Frosties, though. Uh, Wendy's goes to say that they sincerely apologize to anyone who has been uh, inconvenienced as a result of the highly sophisticated criminal cyber attacks uh they go on to say that they've conducted a rigorous investigation to understand what has happened and they are seriously committed to protecting their customers and keeping their customers informed uh wendy's first reported unusual payment card activity affecting some restaurants uh earlier this year uh, in May, the company in May, I, the company finally got around to uh, confirming that it had indeed found evidence of malware in some of its restaurants and point of sale systems. On June 9th. Wendy's reported that it had discovered additional malicious cyber activity involving additional restaurants and resources. Uh, They go on to say that uh, the malware was disabled 
in the affected uh, franchised restaurants where it was discovered. Uh, following the investigation, the company said that it has determined that specific payment card information was targeted by that particular variant of malware. Uh, you know, and it's hard. It's it's really hard to understand until, you know, now nowadays, you know, when you go through uh, a Starbucks, you you don't you you don't know what's going on. So, um, you know, and what seems to be, you know, and it's it could be anywhere. It's all up to the people who are managing the IT infrastructure. You know, if you have a fast food restaurant that's being controlled by a Windows computer in the manager's office and the manager has been on some porn site, well, you can almost assure yourself that uh, that entire restaurant and its uh, IT infrastructure has been compromised. Uh, the latest trend going on right now is the new Pokemon Go app. It's all over the media. It's everywhere. What is it? Now, the only thing I knew about Pokemon was it was these little trading cards that uh, children would trade amongst each other uh, back in the 90s. I didn't even know that there was a game uh, like a digital game for Pokemon but there was uh, it seems there was a version for the Nintendo handheld something another but uh, nevertheless there is a new version of or there is a version of this game called Pokemon Go and it uh is using um, augmented augmented reality along with your smartphone uh, to uh, facilitate the game and how it's played. And so, from my understanding, of course, uh, users install the app uh, and they go out into the world. And they play the game. They look for coins and quests and all of this stuff in the real world, uh, which is really kind of cool. Uh, for, now, this is all I know at this point. I haven't, again, I haven't played the game. I haven't downloaded it, nor do I plan on it. Uh, but from my perspective, it seems extremely cool. Why? Because it's it's augmented reality, which I'm head over heels for. Uh, and second, it actually makes you move. It gets you involved. It's got people walking and exercising and doing things that you would normally be sitting around uh, aimlessly moving your thumbs about. Uh, with that said, the new game uh, is a certifiable hit. It's already gone viral in a matter of days. And there are a lot of things going on with it. Not only uh, is it uh, extremely popular, wildly popular, uh, there seems to have already been a number of incidents where uh, players 
have been uh, assaulted, targeted, mugged. The company Nintendo suggests that if you are playing the game in the real world and you're in an unfamiliar area to at least have a Pokemon buddy with you or partner. Which is a good idea. I mean, I, I really wouldn't suggest walking around with your head in a phone. I mean, you could wind up in the middle of a street somewhere and get run over by a busload of nuns or something. That would not be a good, good thing. That'd be a bad day for you. Uh, not only that, there seems to be some malware uh, finding its way into the game as well. Uh, recent reports say that the game hasn't, again, recent, recent reports, even me, I'm saying that the game hasn't even been out a week. And people are creating uh, apparent uh, look-alike versions of the game. And uh, it, it's basically, it looks the same, if, or so it seems. Again, I don't know. It's 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 uh, sort of like um, what was that video several years ago? Um, I can't think of it. It was the guy, the the South Korean guy who was dancing like a horse or whatever. It took off that fast. Uh, what what was that? I can't even name. Whatever. But uh, it, it this game has taken off like gangbusters, and so. Um, Criminals are creating lookalike versions of the game, and the lookalike versions of the game uh, have really bad things going on for it, um, you know, where it requests your banking information, and so on and so forth. So uh, my advice, of course, would be to make sure that you download the game from uh the appropriate uh, place, such as the uh, Apple, was that the App Store? And I'm not sure if it's out for Google yet, the Google Play version. I'm not sure if it's for Android yet, but but uh, be sure to download, uh, spend a moment or two, and and uh, triple check and make sure that you are installing the correct version of the game. Or you'll wind up like a Wendy's customer. Or worse. And, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, this whole credit card banking thing, uh, there, there's also been reports that uh, if you're wearing a smartwatch, um, criminals are able to get your PIN number from your smartwatch. Now, how is this possible? Well, first of all, you should know what a smartwatch is by now. If you don't, well, a smartwatch is basically, uh, it's like a miniature cell phone that fits on your wrist. Uh, you know, like a cell phone wristwatch that we never got working. We don't even know where it is now. It got lost in China. <laughs> got lost in Chinatown. Uh, according to new research from the Stevens Institute of Technology, hackers 
can determine ATM pins with amazing accuracy with motion detecting software on a smartwatch or fitness tracker. The university study showed that up to 80% of ATM pins could be predicted with just one try and 90% could be predicted after three attempts. The researchers used a a test group of about 20 people to enter in 5,000 different uh, personal identification numbers on a combination of machine-mounted ATM keypads. Detachable ATM keypads and QWERTY keyboards. Since wearable devices are equipped with embeddable sensors, researchers could figure out a person's pin based on the way the wearable device moved along the entry uh, and positioning of the watch in relation to the keypad. Uh, that That is interesting. Uh where the scientists worked backwards identifying a time when a person hit enter and then tracking the numbers uh, preceded by the motion of the wristwatch. So it's interesting. It's kind of old school versus it's kind of an old school technique uh, with a with a new twist. Uh, again, when uh, you are using a cash machine, uh, you really have to think about every aspect of what you are uh, getting yourself involved in. Uh, And most recently, actually, um, speaking of ATMs and cash machines, whatnot, there are new, uh, there is a new generation of skimmers. Now, in previous shows, I've spoken about skimmers that fit on top of ATMs, on top of terminals, on top of payment terminals, gas pumps, uh, you name it. Uh, that that has been the common method for a number of years. Uh, the stick-on skimmers. Uh, but the here's a scary new twist to uh, the skimmer uh, technique, and these are called internal skimmers. And an internal skimmer is uh, about uh, one third. The thickness of a of a debit card, credit card, and they're they are made to actually fit inside of the slot card reader on a legitimate ATM device, and they're self-contained. They have their own battery and they, their own NAND chip. And it takes a matter of seconds for these devices to be inserted inside of a legitimate ATM. And even with a great deal of care and observation, uh, it's almost impossible to detect these new uh, generation of skimmers. What's even more frightening is... uh, (laughs) The, the the new there's new versions coming out almost every two weeks for these uh, internal skimmers. A quick search on the internet will yield some surprising results. There's even some videos on YouTube that show these new uh, generation skimming devices. Uh, frighten, fright. They are frightened. What word? I was going to say frighteningly, but uh, they they certainly would frighten the 
crap out of you if you uh, saw how they operate and function. Uh, and from my understanding at this point, there's there's no countermeasure to these because you don't know they're there. Uh, and again, uh, a quick search on the internet uh, and you can see these things and they, uh, they're they certainly frightening to look at and see in action. Uh, so where I was going with all of this is that uh, the first generation of these uh, internal skimmers would go inside of the ATM. Uh, you had a little uh, aluminum tool where the criminal would uh, push the device inside of the ATM. Uh, and basically, the, it, the, the skimmer would uh, form and fit inside of the uh, mechanical um, eye slots and um, just secure itself in that fashion and then when uh, the unsuspecting user goes to use that ATM their card passes right through it and right back through it again while the device captures uh, the number and the pin and then uh, whenever the criminal so chooses to come back and retrieve the skimming device uh, he or she simply uses a uh, custom-made uh, card slot removal tool and uh, with a little jimmying uh, pulls it out downloads the information and clone your uh, card information that way okay so the second generation of these very scary skimming devices uh, are coming with GSM and CDMA capability built into them so now uh, the criminal does not even have to worry about um, going back to retrieve the device. Uh, they, they will just simply go insert the device into an ATM and the, the, the skimmer will uh, phone home with the data. And again, to my knowledge, there's no way to detect these internal skimmers. Uh, and if we do find uh, any information on how to detect or identify an in these new internal skimmers, we'll certainly talk about them. Uh, I could say be careful, but uh, how, how, can, you know, how can you be careful with uh, something you can't see? lot of a uh, lot of lot and there's a lot more things going on out there folks um, you know we have the elections around the corner here in the United States and so uh, a lot of there's been there's that debate again on whether or not uh, voting should be allowed to take place through a web browser or an app or some sort of mobile device and again, people are people um, are quite concerned about the effects of voting machines or voting apparatuses becoming um, all digital, meaning um, you download 
perhaps maybe somewhere in the future you download an app, put in some sort of control mechanism ID, and you are able to cast a vote in that fashion. Uh, it and that reality is coming, and there are there are a lot of things to uh, actually be concerned with in that regard because. Yeah, you get it. Uh, and so people are are already, uh, most specifically security researchers, uh, are already starting to uh, buzz about that potential issue before it even uh, comes out. Uh, in some countries, in some municipalities, they are t actually testing mobile apps for voting for elected officials. And so that's that's worrisome in it unto itself. So uh, that's a problem problem that we will see in the future. Uh, and I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but uh, just me talking about it and, and thinking about it, it doesn't sound good. Uh, Google's back in the news, of course. Google's in the news every day because Google is Google, and Google makes news, and Google gives you the news, and. Google tracks you with the news. <laughs> uh, recently, Google has been notifying Gmail customers when they uh, seem to have come under attack from hackers who may be or may not be working for uh, governments. The company uh, has long remained silent about the way it detects and identifies uh, state-sponsored hackers. Uh, they have a new alert system that says uh, fewer than one in a thousand Gmail users are targeted by uh, state-sponsored hackers. Gmail, of course, uh, has, what, over a billion users? Are you using Gmail for all of your email? Hopefully not. You know, if, if, if you are using Gmail, you do realize that it's free and there is a catch, right? Uh, it's not hard to set up your own email server. And really, email, and if you are using email, you should be encrypting your email. But whatever, if you, you, if you are a Gmail user, uh, try to use the two-factor authentication um, service that they offer with uh, Gmail, uh, offering you a, an enhanced level of protection. Nevertheless, on Monday, Google provided its most precise estimate ever of the number of cyber attacks it detects uh, on its Gmail users. Speaking at Fortune's Brainstorm Tech Conference in Aspen, Colorado, Google's Senior Vice President Diane Green said the company notifies about 4,000 users each month of state-sponsored cyber attacks. Uh, in one um, move that seems kind of cool, I guess, uh, Google 
was one of the first companies to actually notify their users that they were being um, compromised through um, sophisticated and state-sponsored entities. Uh, intelligence officials have repeatedly identified state-sponsored hacking as one of the foremost threats to the United States. Uh, and also uh, U.S. and foreign intelligence officials uh, consider this a worldwide threat. Uh, last year, James Clapper, anybody know who that guy is? Uh, he said that cyber attacks are increasing in frequency, scale, sophistication, and severity. Duh. The Justice Department has also aggressively brought charges against several groups of state-sponsored hackers. So it's, you know, sort of like a cat and mouse game. That game continues. Seriously, you're not using Gmail, are you? I had to I had to use a Gmail account to post a video to YouTube. And then I had to go through all of these settings. And then go through this setting and that setting. Then another setting. Then I had to check the settings that control the settings. <laughs> it's, just, it's silly, I'll tell you. It really is. Uh, listen, you know, if, if you have a modern uh, piece of equipment on in your arsenal this day and age, you most likely have a webcam on the hinge or the lid or the earpiece or the mouthpiece or the front or the back of your device. And, of course, you know it's almost trivial to enable that uh, camera and peer into your life without you ever knowing. Uh, a lot of people, including myself, put a, uh, solved that problem by putting a little strip of tape over the uh, camera. A lot of people do it. A lot of people put little fuzzy bears and stickers over their cameras. And a little piece of scotch tape does the trick just fine. Uh, there is a... Um, but not all hope is lost. There's a little device, uh, it's called the NOPE, N-O-P-E, uh, and it's a little device, uh, and the company behind the device says it has updated the gadget. Uh, it's a really, what is this? Uh, the NOPE 2, N-O-P-E 2.0 is installed by peeling off a tab a little adhesive tab and then it can be and, and then you attach it to the device that you're using such as a desktop computer a laptop a mobile phone whatever and uh, it, it's a shield it's a it's a camera shield and it um, it basically 
keeps your camera off. It keeps people from prying into your uh, life via your camera. Uh, it seems that the nope. I like saying that. The nope. Was a Kickstarter project. And it's going to uh, help save the world by the, uh, keeping the bad guys out of your computer. Or your mobile phone. Or your iPad. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, the, Ukraini, uh, the Ukrainian hackers are going gangbusters again. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, there's a group of uh, savvy hackers uh, that seems to have breached a uh, telecom company in Poland and uh, got, all, got away with a massive trove of data. A few days ago uh, and, and it's all out there now Nedia SA has acknowledged that a cyber attack from has uh, claimed a specific amount of data it seems that last Thursday the attack was launched and uh, the webpage at netia.pl, N-E-T-I-A.pl, was down. Uh, and the cybersecurity team at hacked-db analyzed the attack and found that uh, the Ukrainian hacker posted multiple SQL files that contained uh, compromised and extracted uh, data. The uh, hacker went, went ahead and posted the database files, including their sales database online. Uh, there seems to be SQL file dumps containing uh, fun, fun things like first and last names, home addresses, IP addresses, uh, details such as um, you know email addresses, phone numbers, home addresses, full names, street addresses, cities, area codes. Uh, and it seems that the uh, so far there's about 11 gigabytes of that fun stuff floating around. And this is from a telecom going on. And it just keeps getting uh, it just keeps getting funner and funner, I guess. Uh, and uh, you know, before we close the show because we're running out of time. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I really loved watching NASCAR growing up in Florida. It was like, um, mosquitoes, pine trees, and then there was NASCAR. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometime in the nineties, uh, I kind of got out of it. But when I was a kid, I was head over heels for NASCAR. I, it was, it was one of the coolest things, uh, you know, I could 
you know, I could see as a kid. I really, I really was into NASCAR when I was a kid. Uh, and I actually had the, I think I was eight or nine years old, and we went down to Daytona and saw the Firecracker 400. It was called the Firecracker 400 and then the Daytona 500 or something like that. But uh, whatever, it was it was a long time ago, many moons ago. And when I was a kid, we got a chance to go on into the infield and watch the race from inside of the field and what and it, it was so cool it was so loud the car when the cars would thunder by the the ground shook and it was you you had the greats like buddy baker and richard petty and all of the old time all you know dale earn it, it was before really dale earnhardt and all of all of these modern day drivers it, this was nascar when I was when I was a kid, you know, if there was a wreck, there there was almost certain death. It was you know that's that's the NASCAR that I remember. You know, when there was a wreck, you know there was <laughs> there was some fire and there was some flipping and there was there was a, a, there was some injuries and a lot of other things going on there. And uh, to me, that was NASCAR. Uh, but you know, with anything, as time progresses. Uh, sports become safer, if not more dangerous, but they're supposed to be more safer. And, uh, you know, you know, I haven't watched a NASCAR race since I, I would say 92, I suppose. But, um, you know, because now they have all these safety features, wings and stuff, they prevent the car from flipping and that's cool. It saves lives. I'm really cool with that. So, um, but somehow when I was a kid, and you and and if 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 you know where I'm coming from, you knew it was super cool to watch the wrecks. Uh, but it seems recently that a NASCAR team uh, was, <laughs> even a NASCAR team was held uh, hostage uh, with uh, ransomware. Uh, and it seemed that, that uh, the NASCAR team had no choice but to pay the uh the fee to unlock their data uh because there it seemed that their entire team and all of their devices and machines and everything that was connected to it was uh affected by uh a nasty variant of ransomware and so uh it, it goes to show you that uh not only is this stuff happening in banks and financial institutions, fast food restaurants, <laughs> it even happens at NASCAR. Uh, and hopefully that's uh, hopefully no no lives are lost or, or serious injuries occur because of something like that. That would be awfully uh, tremendously sad to see. Okay, last thing up uh, on the chopping block here. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't been following me on Twitter, you should. I'm on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo, G-U-M-M-O-X-X-X. And that's where I uh, engage with uh, you and everyone else on the planet. 
Uh, and if you and if you've been following me on Twitter, you know that uh, the uh, the 11th hope is is uh, coming up. What is hope? It's the Hackers on Planet Earth conference. It takes place July the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in New York City at the Hotel Pennsylvania. You can find out more by visiting hope.net. And there are all kinds of cool things going on there. Uh, I am attending. I will be there Friday, Saturday, and uh, a little bit on Sunday. Uh, Brother Sand and Crash will be attending with me. Uh, And we will be uh, all over. We'll be walking around looking and pointing and smiling and listening and observing. And uh, I hope to see you there. If you are attending the Hope Conference, uh, reach out. Uh, You know, let it say hey. Uh, I'd love to say hey as well. We can chat. We can shoot the breeze. Talk shop. Uh, this will be, um, uh, this will, uh, I don't, I don't even know what version of hope this will be for me. Uh, I, I've gone to a few, quite a few of them and I'm looking forward to this one. Hope is held every two years at the hotel Pennsylvania. It's right downtown Man, uh, Manhattan. You, it's right across the street from Penn station. So if you are unfamiliar with or if you are scared to drive to Manhattan, just go anywhere that a train, go anywhere to a train station that goes to Penn Station and get on that train and it'll take you to Penn Station and then you can go to the Hotel Pennsylvania and I'll take you right there. Uh, Nevertheless, the 11th Hope schedule is out. And there are a um, there's a plethora of topics, everything from car hacking tools, uh, civil liberties, uh, cryptography, um, all kinds, just everything that you can imagine: coding by voice, speech recognition, biohacking, uh, the lock picking village. Uh, Crypto wars, uh, infra, infra, um, and I'm just I'm just cycling through this because we're almost out of time. Uh, freedom and privacy. Uh, you have uh, all, all kinds of great speakers. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing Mr. Rombaum speak this year again, as I always do. Uh, and it's a great conference. It's held every two years. Wonderful conference. Uh, it's a place to where you are able to discover new things, meet new people, and and meet friends. And I, I've actually met people uh, there that have been friends for many, many years now with me. Uh, and uh, again, I'm looking forward to uh, attending. And uh, we hope to see you there as well. Uh, if you do go to Hope, uh, reach out to me on Twitter. Let me know where you're at. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come by and say, hey. Now, one thing that I will say about going to Hope, 
the elevators are always crowded. Just remember that. If you if you think you're going to get from point A to point B in five minutes on the elevators, forget about it. You might want to get in shape and take the stairs. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's fun. It, uh, we're looking forward to it. We will be there Friday the 22nd. We'll be there uh, Saturday the 23rd and a little bit on the 24th. Uh, and and we would love to see you and say hi. Uh, we will we will get another show of uh, transmit off the ground. So we'll we will uh, chat about hope once again next week. Check them out hope.net. Uh, I believe pre-registration is sold out. But if I'm not mistaken, you can still buy a badge at the door. All kinds of fun stuff. Uh, and it's it's in New York City. I uh, wanted to uh, wanted to send a, a, a. This is the end of the show. Can't you tell it coming up? Uh, where do I? How do I close the show? Let me let me just start by thanking you for listening to the show. Thank you. Uh, your comments, your support, your feedback is is always appreciated, and I certainly appreciate it. Crash appreciates it. And all of the other people here behind the scenes that put this thing together and maintain it. We all uh, certainly thank you for listening and, and checking us out. Uh, it, this is a free show. We, we don't charge anything. There's no ads. Everything is free. It's in the public domain. There's no agendas. There's no, there's no Bitcoins. There's, there's nothing. This is here for you, and it's here for us. And we're going to keep it that way. And we hope you enjoy the show. So with that said, if you have any suggestions, uh, you can reach out to me on email. My email is gummo, G-U-M-M-O, at hackers.xxx. And you can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash gummo, XXX. Wanted to send a very, very big, warm, uh, heartfelt hug. To the folks over at We On Films in Los Angeles, uh, Young Tez, everybody, uh, the the entire crew out there, for putting together the uh, transmit intro. That's just part one. I don't want to give away too much, <laughs> but that's not all you're going to see. Again, thank you to the guys and ga- girls at We On Films. Uh, there is more to come on that. There may be actually something hidden in that. You ever thought about that? Also wanted to thank uh, Apple and Stone for the great music. Those guys are amazing. Check them out, appleandstone.com. Uh, wanted to thank uh, everybody. Uh, there's just too many names to list, as always. Uh, wanted to send a, uh, a special shout-out to Brother Sand, Jackie, Vanessa, uh, Diana, Kelly, Leslie, uh, Rob, Tom, Dave, Mitch, all of you guys, you guys are amazing. Um, uh, let's see, I'm, uh, there's just too many names, uh, but thank you uh, for tuning into the show. If you have comments, feedback, questions, comments, concerns, blah, 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 let me know. I want to hear it from you. Uh, we will be back next week for show number 38. Uh, and again, check out Apple and Stone at appleandstone.com. They are the wizards behind the music here on the show. Uh, two truly, truly talented artists. 
So check those guys out. Uh, and again, we will be back next week for show number 38. This is show number 37. It's hot. It's summertime. We're having fun. We're smiling. It's, and uh, we are thinking about doing uh, show. What, so next week is show 38. So the following show will be 39 and we'll be in New York. So we may or may not do show 39 from Hope in New York City. Let's hear from you. Should we do a show in New York? <laughs> Until then, folks, we'll see you next week. This is Gummo. Thank you again, uh, seriously, for ever, uh, for listening, tuning in, and all of that fun stuff. Uh, and until then, uh, take care of yourself. Uh, and thank you to everyone. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Take it easy. and Stay cool. It's summertime. Get outside. Enjoy the weather. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>